Welcome to another episode of Reflections of a CEO. In today's episode, we talk about equity and business partnerships. Specifically, uh, would I ever give equity to someone in Jacked, uh, the business that I've owned for uh, six or seven years? Um, if I acquired uh, a company, would I give them equity in Jacked? Uh, or in general, what are my thoughts around business partners and, and, and equity? Um, so, without further ado, uh, let's jump right in. Oh, and, and just as a shameless little plug, uh, this question was originally asked by someone in my servicebasedbusinesses.com group. Uh, and what that is, is uh, a group for agency owners um, who are looking to grow their business and have direct access to you know, ask questions like this um, and need to answer them directly based on, on my experience. And also in that group, we release a lot of resources and, and that sort of thing that we've built over the last six, seven years building Jacked, uh, which is my, my uh, multi-million dollar uh, agency that I've been running for a while. So, uh, so if you are an agency owner looking to grow your business, check that out, uh, servicebasedbusinesses.com. But uh, anyways, let's get on to the good stuff uh, and let's dive into this episode. Today, we're gonna talk about equity and partnerships. Uh, so uh, I got asked a question and I, uh, I thought it was really good, so I figured I'd turn it into a, uh, a whole video um, segment here. So the question is this, uh, would you ever bring on an equity partner in Jack? Why or why not? If you ever did, what would be the requirements or the situation needed uh, to be? Right? Um, and then there's a couple more questions. So we'll start with this one. Would you ever bring on an equity partner in Jack? Well, so let's rewind. To, for those of you that don't know, Jack is my digital agency that I uh, created in, in 2012. In fact, I, uh, um, I had a partner when we started. So I actually had a 50-50 partner uh, when I started the company. So I had no idea what I was doing uh, from a, a legal company standpoint uh, when I started. It was, uh, hey, I, uh, I had someone that I wanted to start this business with and we're like, okay, we're, we're starting out, let's go 50-50. Um, and uh, we filed on LegalZoom and, uh, and that's how we created uh, and that's how we started. So 50-50, uh, there was no vesting. Uh, I didn't even know really what that was uh, at the time. Um, and, uh, and that's it, right? So then uh, what happened as would, you know, with a lot of partnerships, what happens is then uh, uh, we had a, a partnership breakup and after two years they left and uh, I bought them out. So that was my first stint uh, with, with having a partner. Um, and then, uh, then I tried having a partner again, uh, you know, two years after that. So just timeline, started the business in 2012, end of 2014, uh, this person left. Then in 2016, I think it was, uh, I tried having another partner, uh, that lasted about a year, uh, and then that didn't work out. And, uh, and now I don't have any, uh, equity partners, uh, in the business. Um, so would I ever, you know, back to the question, would I ever, I mean, I did, right? Um, now I can share a lot of things that I learned along the way, right? So I, business partners, um, I found is a lot like dating and trying to find like the person you're gonna be with, right? You have to go through 
at least for me, I had to go through a few different uh, people to figure out what is important to me uh, when you're dating, uh, right? It's just like when you're dating, you, you date someone and you're like, okay, I like this, I like this, didn't like this, you date another person, you date another person, and you start finding this like criteria for what you need uh, a business partner to, to be, right? Um, and I didn't have those, re- you know, quote unquote, uh, requirements, um, you know, uh, settled. And, and each time I had tried a new partner, all right, and I've, I've had a couple other businesses with, with partners, so uh, I've had a, a decent amount of experience now at this point, you know, not a ton, but in my seven years, a handful of different business partners. And, uh, and I've come up, every time, I've come up with new criteria on, on what I would uh, like in a business partner. And, uh, you know, with any Popo Group, which is the holding company that, that, I, that I own, that owns Jack, which will be spinning out different businesses like Popo Finance, for example, and, and some other ones, they're all, I'm gonna have business partners for all of them because I don't, I don't want to run the whole thing. I don't wanna own the whole thing, right? So there, there's a couple uh, requirements that I have in business partners and there's different, uh, I'll talk about structuring um, uh, these, these, uh, these partnerships. So it's really important, I found, um, to, uh, so let me take a step back. When you're, when you're structuring a partner, partnership with someone, what is true to t- t- what is true today might not be true tomorrow. So, so for example, if you start as 50-50, naturally what happens in, in a partnership, right? Uh, though someone, right, at some point in time, will feel like they are contributing more than that 50%, and they will feel the other person's contributing less. And when an imbalance happens, that's when you, when I found, in general, when you start uh, having a bunch of issues. If people don't think on both sides of a partnership that their stakes are, are, are equal and are justified, um, then it become, you start having problems, right? And pretty much every time I've had a partnership and then a breakup from a partnership, that's really been the case, the root of it, right? The equity amounts didn't, uh, people didn't think that they were good anymore, right? So you either have to renegotiate those amounts or uh, you have a partnership breakup. Right, so getting those amounts and structuring it is very, very, very important. Right, um, so that's one thing I would I would definitely say. The second thing is really knowing what do you actually need in a partner. Right, so for me, right, when I'm looking at a business partner, the the things that are important, right, and uh, it's interesting that this question was asked because uh, we actually have a whole list of when I'm hiring a business partner, here's the principles and here's the, the, the characteristics that they need. Uh, and I've actually created a whole blog post about them. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm actually just gonna pull it up while we're talking. Um, because it was so important to document what I, what I thought a business partner should have, that I documented it so that I always have, them ha- have it for reference. And, uh, and by the way, this list is something that will continue to evolve uh, over, over time. Right, um, but it, it, yeah, I have an article called "What I Look for in a Business Partner." Right, so um, so there's a there are a few things. Right, if if I'm getting getting someone as a business partner, um, you know, for me on it on and I'm speaking from the standpoint of a service based business uh, as an agency, uh, I think that that person needs to to be able to sell. That's that's one. Right, if they can't sell and bring in business. Uh, it's very difficult, um, I found, for them to actually be a partner because think of it like 
an easy analogy is like think about like a partner at a law firm or an accounting firm um, or at a large consulting firm like you're expected to bring in business and I think uh, that's that's something now for me that is important like they have to be able to bring in business um, so so that's one uh, another thing is um, uh, they have to think about money in a certain way so one one thing that's caused and by the way all these principles that I'm listing out are because when someone when I've been in a partnership that didn't have it it didn't work uh, so now I'm like well they need it so they may change over time right there's other things right the way they think about money right when I've been in business partnerships where people didn't think about money the same how to spend it right how to reinvest it in the in the business or taking it out for yourself or or just your relationship with money in general that causes so by the way similar to how you you know a big problem in marriages and stuff is is money same thing the way you're gonna spend money is a big thing and you want to really make sure that uh, uh, that you're on the same page with your, your business partner about this so that's one uh, the vision where do you want to take where do they want to go in their life where do they want to take the company right not being aligned on that uh, it is uh, eventually will cause issues right I've had business partnerships break up because of that because we never actually really discussed hey where, where do you actually want to be as a person in the next couple years where do you want to take the company are we actually aligned on that um, so that's an important one uh, who they are as a human being is a really important one what are their values how do they treat people that sort of thing super super important that's also broken up uh, business partnerships because once I realized uh, that we weren't in line in that sense uh, then I was like I can't work with you anymore um, it, you know there, there's other ones that depending on the circumstance um, industry expertise right it, is important um, and, uh, and there's a few others, right? And, and all of them are, you know, you can have your own and, and you know, I might have, have different ones, right, than you. Uh, but a bit, a good rule of thumb that I found is like, can I do this without them? Or can I pay them? Can I pay someone to do the job, right? And that's what I found a lot of times actually with Jack. I realized like, I actually don't need a business partner because there's nothing I can't, I, I can pay someone uh, to do a job and I don't need this person. They're not adding intangible value that I can't go out and pay for, right? So when my first, uh, you know, uh, business partner left, I was, well, should I have another business partner? I was like, no, actually, I can do this myself. And then I thought, hey, let me let me bring in another business partner. Realized the same thing. I actually didn't need them. Um, and uh, and that's not in like a cocky, like arrogant way. It's just like, hey, it's just some, like, would I give up equity or like, are they giving me something I can't buy? Uh, right and so um, as of now I, I don't have an equity partner in, in Jack I think that could potentially change though right um, so and there, there's a couple ways uh, that it could change right the way I'm structuring all my businesses moving forward is that there's gonna be someone else running the day-to-day -day, and I believe that person should probably have some equity in the business right so anytime we're starting a new popo company uh, I will not have hundred percent equity um, I, I actually want to give out equity to someone so that they have some skin in the game, like they, they, have, a, they have some real upside. So with Jack, because we're in a different situation, seven years old, uh, I think that will change over time, right? Uh, might give uh, Cody, the president, some equity right now. Uh, he gets profit share, so he, he's incentivized. I also think that the bigger upside on, on agencies is not the equity, it's actually the profit share component. So I think people also overestimate, uh, overweight how important equity is. Like I really don't even care that much about the equity. I care more about decision-making power and profits, right? 
um, and, and equity and profit share can be different, right? You can have zero equity, but 50% profit share, right? Uh, you can actually change those things. So part of it's also knowing like, what are all the different structures that you can have? With an LLC, you can have different structures uh, like that. So um, I think the profits are the more interesting thing. How are you gonna distribute the profits and how are decisions made, right? Um, but, uh, but yeah, for Jack, uh, I think it would either be uh, perhaps a president uh, could be getting some equity um, or there's another question that was asked. Uh, what if you did an aqua hire of a competitor and the competitor CEO, uh, what if you gave him equity? Yes, so that, I see that as more of like a merger, to be honest, right? Very simply, for example, if we bought uh, another agency, a big reason why we would buy it, at least right now, is for to increase our, our uh, revenue and, uh, and business development and sales and that sort of thing, like that's interesting, right? Like say, say right now we're four million, Right, um, we did four million last year in revenue. Let's say we bought someone that was doing a million, and they're gonna, you know, and say our projections for the next year, we'll do four million again. They'll do a million, so combined we'll do um, uh, five million. Right, they're responsible for twenty percent. I'd probably give them twenty percent. I think that's fair. It's like a merger, right? So we'd own eighty percent of the new entity. They'd own twenty uh, percent, or maybe what I would say is, hey, you're not gonna own twenty percent. Maybe you own fifteen because what you're getting is actually uh, you know, our, all of our back office systems, all of these things to help you scale. So really our weight is actually worth a bit more. So maybe our weight is 85 years 15. I don't really know. It is something though we're actually, I've been thinking about on like how we would uh, uh, structure that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, that's how we, you know, just thinking out loud, uh, that's how I would do it. If I was merging with something, someone, I would, I would consider it more of a, uh, can you close the, uh, oh, um, sorry, we're in New York, so if you hear sirens and stuff, that's because uh, we're in New York, so I apologize. Um, but, uh, but yeah, from a uh, fiscal, hang on. Um, so, uh, from a financial standpoint, yeah, you would, you would come up with some Formula and by the way, some people have tried to, to acquire us, right? And, uh, and and I didn't like the deals. I was like, look, if we're gonna if we're gonna combine, um, you know, we need uh, need to to be more equitable in it. So, but you have to find the deal that works for you, right? Like everyone is different. Uh, so yeah, if we were gonna acquire someone, I don't know what the deal exactly would be, but um, uh, if we acquired someone smaller than us, I would look at their revenue as a portion of our revenue see what else they have to offer, try and figure out some weight that we think is fair, uh, and, and essentially it'd be, hey, this path forward is better for both of us. We're both gonna make more money, and uh, you're gonna make more money with us than without us, and that has to be true on both sides. And if so, then you start mathing it out, right? And then there's, again, equity is one component, but then profit share is another. And you can change that every year. The profit share number can be different this year and next year, right? So you, you can, um, you can adjust over time. It's not set in stone. Same with equity. Just because you have an equity amount doesn't mean you can't renegotiate it, right? And it can't change over time. And there's a bunch of different ways to, to issue equity, right? You can do it with vesting. Uh, you can have a one-year cliff uh, with four-year vesting, which is uh, uh, essentially means that uh, for the first year, you don't get any uh, equity if you leave, but then you start vesting um, you know, your equity. So say you have 20% equity, uh, vested over four years with one-year cliff, 
you wouldn't get any of that equity until the first year, and then every year after that, you start getting some equity until you get 20%, right? Um, now, uh, I was also asked about lifestyle, right? Uh, interested on your thoughts from both a fiscal and lifestyle perspective. Um, yeah, I mean, lifestyle, ideally a partner helps, it, helps you not have to take on the burden of running the business yourself. Uh, right, and uh, that's finding the right partner because I've also, I've had it where that does happen, I've had it where it doesn't happen, right? That's why I say, uh, can you, do you actually need a partner or can you just hire someone um, to take that burden off, right? Um, people are, are sometimes quick to just want to bring on partners, but uh, um, from all my experience, it's like, hey, you, you know, really, really realize you're about to get into a, a, a marriage essentially and, and uh, also realize a lot of companies fail literally just because the partnership doesn't work, right? Business is good, business partnerships uh, fails, right? So I'm very mindful about hiring a part, uh, bringing in partners and really saying to myself, can I hire someone and just pay someone or is it worth giving them uh, a stake, uh, right? So I think it's, it's a case-by-case -case basis, um, person-by-person basis on, on how to do it. Um, but that is how I um, generally think about it. I don't think it's, uh, you know, one of the questions, um, do you generally think it's always better to own it 100%? No, uh, you know, because like, like I said, I'm spinning out some new businesses. Like I don't want to own 100%. I want someone else. I actually want someone to, to own a part of it so that they're, they're going to fight for it like I'm going to fight for it. Right, and a good amount, right? You're gonna give like 25, 30% initially, and then over time, 35, 40, et cetera. Uh, but that's because of where I'm going uh, in life and with those businesses. I don't plan to run those day to day. Um, so, uh, but Jack, uh, you know, the main business, if you're, if you're only working on one business and you're running that day to day, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, in hindsight, I would've, I would've maybe done it as myself and just hired people, or if they were gonna bring in revenue, that's probably the one case where along the way, if they would bring in revenue, I, I would give equity. Because not a lot of people can bring in business, that's what I've learned. You can hire salespeople, and salespeople can be expensive, but if, if they can bring in business and they have some, some other factor, right, that's, that's the only way I would actually consider equity project, really, at this point. Um, because everything else you can hire for. You can hire designers, you can hire developers, you can hire other people. Um, you know, that's not to say, by the way, that we're not going to distribute profits to everyone. That's something that we can do, right? But equity is different. Uh, but profits, yeah, we're going to be distributing, you know, I'm setting aside 10% uh, of profits this year uh, for the team, right? Uh, but, but equity is, is something that I don't just freely dish out. So, uh, so those are some thoughts. Um, Sasha, did I not cover anything or what do you think else I should cover? No, I think that sounded really good. Okay. Um, Okay, cool. So that's it. Those are my that's my rant on on equity. Um, you know, would I ever bring on a partner in Jacked? That's my answer. Uh, so you have it, or would I would I give equity to someone if we did an aqua hire? Um, you know. Uh, so yeah, that's it. Takeaways. Um, if I was doing an aqua hire, yes, I would I would give some equity. Uh, to the person, or at least, or maybe not equity, at least profit share. There had to be some upside for them, for sure. Um, would I give it to just someone now if they were coming in? Again, if they were bringing in business, if they could start bringing a, a million dollars in business, 
Yeah, it's seriously listen to them, right? Or if someone is running the day-to-day -day business, President Cody, I would consider him, right? Because he's, he's just effectively running the business, so definitely gets profits right now. I would also consider giving him equity, and I am consider, considering doing that, right? As I, as I step back more and more. Um, and um, for new businesses, uh, you know, like I said, I went through some criteria, ability to sell, similar value system, how they think about money, uh, those sort of things. Those are like baseline um, things that people need uh, in order to uh, become a business partner uh, of mine in, in the first place. So, uh, so anyways, um, yeah, that's it. Uh, be careful about who you choose as a business partner because uh, one, if it can actually collapse your business if you don't get it right and you have a breakup or uh, it's going to cost you a lot of money. Um, you know, and I've been in that situation, right? Where it was very expensive to have a business divorce, uh, you know, m multiple six figures, right? Um, so getting it right is, is important. Uh, everything I'm saying here is, is based on, uh, you know, hard, hard earned um, uh, lessons, but, but I'm glad I had them and, and hopefully, hopefully this helps you as well. So, all right, that's all I got. All right, bye.